believe there's a way to build your real estate business that feels right to you, where our thoughts, words, emotions, and actions are all aligned. Welcome to the Authentic Agent Podcast, a place where we help the motivated but lost professional cut through the industry noise and find intention and purpose. We've worked with thousands of real estate agents on business development and strategies to increase their performance and build professional trust by taking consistent, strategic, and most importantly, authentic action that feels right to them. We believe that our businesses grow in direct proportion to how much we grow as people and by intentionally working on ourselves and our business, we can raise the standard of professionalism for our entire industry. I'm Brandon Tracy. I'm here to help you find clarity and build momentum so you can take on the challenges of our industry with confidence and joy. Authentic Agent is about growing, learning, and being an agent for authenticity in your life and business. Hey guys, gals, welcome back to Authentic Agent. I'm back here with Kyle Bates, our CEO at BTG Real Estate, co-founder of Authentic Agent. Today, we want to talk to you a little bit about authenticity. So what is authenticity? Authentic Agent is our brand, but what does that mean? And we wanted to just kind of share some thoughts with you around what it means to be authentic and what being authentic in your life and business means to your production and your results. And I think what we'll start here with today is let's just define authenticity, Kyle. And, you know, I love this, I love this particular definition around what it means to be authentic is that your, your thoughts, your words, your emotions, and your actions are all aligned. And, you know, to us, I think it also means that you're intentionally working on yourself and your business. You're building and succeeding in a business that feels right to you. And I know that our industry pushes a lot of things that make a lot of people uncomfortable, right? We do a lot of cold calling. We do a lot of cold internet leads. There's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of burnout and a lot of failure that results from those type of things because they don't feel right to agents when they're doing them. A lot of agents get into our industry because they're, they have great personalities and they're friendly and they're very social, Kyle. Mm-hmm. And then they get in and our industry pushes real salesy things on these people. And, the, and these things have a tendency to be the opposite of what these, these people's strengths were. And obviously those strengths were a reason they got into real estate in the first place. Yeah, I mean, that's that's such a powerful thing to bring up. And it's also a powerful perspective to have, especially if you are one of those people that got into real estate because you really like people. And we're always told you'd be great at real estate or insurance or name any other sales thing because you're great at talking to people. Mm-hmm. But then you get in and the training pushes cheesy sales scripts. You don't know me from a sack of potatoes, any of that BS that, right. that unfortunately we've all seen across the board. And those people feel disheartened. They feel like this is what they have to do to succeed. They end up doing it. They get rejected. And then they're out of the business. In reality, like, hey, their strength actually will serve them with the right perspective if they're able to be themselves, but they shift their perspective to realize they're now running a business, to realize you're building something. It doesn't mean you have to sell everyone. You're not here to sell them garbage. You're not here to trick people into doing something that they don't want to do sell them a vacuum cleaner door to door, you're here to just be a resource and you're here to, to, to create a business. But you have to make sure you, you maintain that piece of it while also bringing in your authentic self 
to create the business side of things. Yeah. And this one thing about, you know, running a business that feels right to you that I've kicked around a lot um, over the course of my career, because, you know, what feels right to you and what feels comfortable for you are very different things. And I want you to know, if you're listening to this, that if, if discomfort doesn't mean that you're not doing the right thing, Mm-hmm. But building and succeeding in a business that feels right to you does mean that you're going to be challenged and that you're going to feel uncomfortable and that you're going to commit to building new skills and practicing those skills. Um, but that in the process of doing those things, you feel like you're growing and you feel like you're achieving, you feel like you're getting better. And again, it feels right to you. So I really want to like make sure that the listener understands that when something doesn't feel right for you, you really have to go inward and check in on yourself and say, am I just, am I just shying away from the challenge or does this legitimately not feel authentic to me as a person, as an individual? You have like, we're a contact sport business, right? You have to contact a lot of people. You have to have a lot of conversations and I'll, and I'll talk a little bit in a second about how easy that can be with a, with a small mindset shift around that. But if you struggle to initiate contact and, uh, and initiate conversation around your career, that, listen, that's not something that you can avoid. If that doesn't feel right to you, that you can't hide from that because mm-hmm. essentially what you're doing is you're building a sales business in our industry. And if you're going to run a sales business or build a sales business, then you're going to have to sell your value. You're going to have to sell your knowledge and your expertise. Mm-hmm and your skills and the way that you sell those things is you communicate their value to your customer base. So I want people to first understand that. And then really, you know, I'm a big component of, of personal growth as part of this, because I think that's what we're doing. We're building skills and we're growing. And I think it's what I love about how you can make a big impact in our industry by being authentic is it's about making a personal commitment mm-hmm. to yourself to raise the standard of professionalism or play your part in that by being as good as you can possibly be in creating higher standards for yourself in this business. And I love, you know, I, I say this all the time. I, I, I think that in the end, part of being authentic is knowing that our businesses grow in direct proportion to how much we grow as people. And as we continue to grow as people and we grow our skills and we grow our expertise and our experience in an authentic way that feels right for us, and we continue to share that back, two things happen. We, we grow as people and we grow our business simultaneously. And in the process, I like this idea of authenticity is where true confidence comes from. We see this, Kyle, every day in our business and, and really across the industry is what agents are really lacking is a, is a sense of confidence. They lack the confidence to go out and, and be vulnerable and, and communicate their value and do it consistently. And I think that I recently came a, across an idea of, or, of confidence or at least a definition of confidence that really rang true to me. And I'll share that right now is, listen, confidence isn't false or temporary. It's not fake. You don't manufacture it, right? You don't rah-rah yourself into this confidence place and then start making phone calls or whatever it is. It's not maintenance. It's not a maintaining of the appearance of confidence either. It's, it starts with a knowing that you're a flawed person. 
it starts with the knowing that we are all flawed human beings. And confident people don't hide from their flaws. They embrace them. They, they embrace them because in a way they don't really care what other people think. Let me explain this real quick because this is important. People wear not caring what other people think like some sort of egoic badge of honor, right? Like they got to hype themselves up to say, I don't care what other people think. Not caring, truly not caring, confidently not caring what other people think means you have no energy behind it. Mm-hmm. You have no energy behind their judgment of you. And I want people to really understand that, that you don't have to, you don't have to hide your flaws. That, that's, not, that's not what it's about. Just embrace them and stop caring what, what people think, because what you're going to do is you're going to show up and bring the effort mm-hmm. every day. Con- confidence is, is all about knowing without a doubt that you're going to keep going that you're going to keep trying, that you're going to keep learning, you're going to keep growing. And in the process of doing that, you're going to build skills and gain experience from that approach. And those skills and that experience will lead you to where you want to go, regardless of what anybody else thinks on that journey. Because you're going to fail and you're going to make mishaps and you're going to, you know, like, you're not going to be perfect all along the way. Confidence is knowing that you don't have to be, is knowing that you flawed and you don't expect yourself to be, but you're going to keep going, you're going to keep trying, and you're going to keep learning, and you're going to keep growing, and you're going to gain exponentially from that process. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I think is important for people to understand is, listen, when you're in our industry, like you can get caught in a death cycle of trying to be all things to all people. Like so many agents are, are actually employing a sales strategy of people pleasing. They're trying to people please their way to success. And people pleasing is not a business strategy. It's, it's not, it's, it's, it's a trauma response. Like yeah, you, need to, you need to look inward and go, why am I so, why do I have to please everybody? The like, stress is, just is, got up my spine as you talked about it, because I mean, coming from a former people pleaser or I mean, current, just less of a people pleaser. I remember getting into this business and, and, and doing that too many times or, okay, I got to be everything for everyone. And I mean, as a real estate agent, you become the most important person in a person or a couple or a family's life for three months. Like you are now their rock. You become their therapist, their babysitter, their guide, their financial planner. They're everything. When you're doing this right, they're going to look at you like that because you're there to project that confidence and to organize their life and to curate the transaction and create consistency for them. But that's a lot of ownership of a lot of people when you're doing this in, in, at a volume-based level, at a, at a level where you're creating a career. And that stress can be grading. And if you're people-pleasing your way through it, either you're just going to give your everything to everyone always until you have a heart attack or you're going to be miserable or both that can't be authentic to everyone. Like you can like people and you can care about people, but that's not you living your authentic self because you're not building the skill set you need to protect yourself first. Yeah. I, well, I think people pleasing too, you know, I say people pleasing is a, is a trauma response because we got to look deep inside and go, well, why, like what, why am I trying to please everybody? And most of it comes down to scarcity. They've got a scarcity mindset around where their next uh, client will come from. And that's likely because 
they're not actually doing the work to go out and attract like-minded people to find clients that 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 do feel like good fits for them, right? So instead, they just take anything and everything because they have a scarcity mindset around where their next client is coming from, where their next paycheck is coming from. And sometimes we just need to sit back and take a deep breath and relax and say, how do I get myself out of this scarcity cycle, this people-pleasing cycle? Well, I'm going to need to show up for myself every single day and do what feels authentic to me. I'm going to have to figure out how to attract the right people to my organization. And the only way that you can actually attract the right people to your organization is to be very vocal about communicating who, the, who you are so they can find you. And most people are absolutely terrified of, of doing that, of actually communicating who they are. You know, I read recently Tim Grover, author of Winning and Relentless, he said, there's no greater superpower than the ability to say, this is who I am. Like, let that sit in for a minute. Like, we're, we're all trying to be something else constantly. We're trying to be the version of the sales guy that's teaching us the scripts, or we're trying to be the, you know, the version of the top agent in, in our office or, or whatever that is. But because it's not, it's, it doesn't feel authentic to you, you're not showing up or you're not doing it every single day. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, listener, because I was asked this question and it, and it hit me real deep. Who would you be in your life and in your business if you were completely free of fear? What kind of business would you run if you were completely free of fear? If you didn't fear rejection, right? If you didn't fear failure, if you didn't fear letting people down, if you didn't have fear, who would you be? Sit with that question for a second. And I mean that, like just sit with it for 20 or 30 minutes, sit in silence for 10 or 15 of those minutes and then start writing. Who would I be? What would I focus on? What kind of clients would I want to attract? What is really authentic to me? Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to avoid client acquisition strategies and the work that you have to do to communicate your value consistently enough so that people say yes to you, you still have the work to do. It's not about changing the work that you do. It's about changing the part of you that does the work. That's what real, that's what real confidence to me feels like when we talk about authenticity in our business and our lives is What is just me really trying to survive and avoid judgment by everybody else? And what feels authentic to me? And I think, I I truly believe, Kyle, I truly believe that agents very much want to be authentic in their business. They want to get closer to who they are and they want to find the confidence to scream that from, from the rooftops. But we also spend way too much time caring what other people think. Yeah, I mean, we live in a society and a culture where we work too much to have to pretend every day. Yeah. It sucks. It would suck to have to show up and pretend every single day. Right. And then you wonder why you're burned out because you're not being the version of you that feels natural and normal and authentic. And and when you're challenged, when you have to do the hard things in our business and you can do them from that place, then it just feels better because you're not faking, right? You're not playing a role. You're playing yourself. (laughs) It reminds me of fake it till you make it, which I mean, depending on how you interpret that, it's like, okay, that makes sense. Sometimes you gotta, um, you gotta pretend like you're busy enough to not have to stress about losing out on one commission, or you gotta convince yourself that you're 
um, you're successful in a way to show up and lead generate every single day. But like, if you're always faking it, then when you make it, are you able to be your authentic self now? Or do you have to continue to fake it to be successful? So it's a matter of what you're faking. Yeah, I agree. And, and if you're trying to be everything to everyone, you'll, you're going to end up faking it because you can't. You, you simply cannot be everything to everyone. You are not the best agent for some people. Right. Like this idea of the like, I'm the best agent for everyone and no one should use like, no, like you're not. You're not the best agent for everyone. And you're probably going to meet with clients that you could, you know, you could sell their house. You know, you could do a good job, but you're not a good fit. Yeah. Like You're just you're absolutely not a good fit. The process is going to be miserable for both of you. Right. And, and to be able to recognize that up front and, and really focus on doing business and life in a way that feels authentic to you so that you're attracting the right people. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to be everything to everyone, I like that saying that you'll end up being nothing to no one. Mm -hmm. Right. And and that's, I think what's happening a lot and yet another large contributing factor to why our failure rights in real estate are so big is because we're not really empowering people to understand who they are, what their strengths are, zero in on those strengths and get, uncomfortable a little bit with the work because you're growing and you're learning and you're running a sales business, but that your job is not to work with everyone and anyone that will work with you. Mm-hmm. And, and quite frankly, you know, in the, in the journey of being an authentic agent and, and feeling like you're running an authentic business that feels right to you, you, you kind of have to accept that not everybody is going to like what you have to say or what you're doing. Like there's probably someone listening to this podcast right now that says, you know what, I probably won't listen to this one again, because I don't really like what, what Brandon's saying. And, and you have to be at a place where you're okay with that. Right. And, and maybe for that person that's listening, maybe I offer you this advice is like, maybe it's not what, you know, maybe it's not how I'm saying it, but what I'm saying is probably true to you in another place in your life. Mm-hmm. And two things happen on the journey to building your life and, and your business is, is you repel and you magnetize. Like attracts like. So if you own who you are and what you're trying to accomplish, well, people who are attracted to you for who you are, because listen, they're going to be attracted to you because they feel like you're a reflection of them. Like you're speaking to them somewhere, something about what you're saying and how you're saying it is resonating with them. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about that is, is that like those people that are attracted to your message, well, that those people become your tribe, um, your community, your client base, uh, your network, whatever it is. But you never can find that if you don't yourself speak up and find it in yourself and, and start articulating it in a way that allows other people to find you. Yeah. And you know, I, I think it's always an inside job because we're so vulnerable and we're so insecure about who we are in today's society because magazines and TV tell us that we have to be a certain way and we have to look a certain way and we have to say certain things. And, you know, if you want to be successful, you got to do it this way. Like there's so many different ways to be successful. Like you add consistency to basically any, any, any strategy and you're probably going to find a way to be successful. Mm-hmm. but it's an inside job first. Like that's where we talk about personal growth so much in our businesses, because we got to go inward to impact the outward and, and that inner work, like it's going to require you to pay attention to it a little bit, right? We, we got to do that inner work to remove some of those 
stuck things inside of us that are keeping us from speaking up and 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 being our authentic self and being vulnerable and having conversations and being okay with rejection all that stuff that's keeping you from from powering through that is stuck inside you right now so we got to we got to get in there and do that that inner work it's why they don't call it inner play they call it inner work mm-hmm. as much as you're avoiding lead generation you're probably likely avoiding some of that inner work that if you did that inner work it, you you might clear some space where rejection and and call reluctancy and the fear of communicating to your database might might subside a little bit and you might get a little more confident in who you are and what you have to say mm-hmm. Yeah. My goal, my my goal, Kyle, like I think, you know, in in putting myself out there and just being on a podcast and doing the work that that we do on a on a weekly basis is all about attracting and repelling. I I want to attract people to to my community and I want to do it for the most selfish reasons in the world, right? Because I want to be around more like-minded people who want to grow themselves and grow their business the way we're doing it. You can grow yourself and your business in other ways. It doesn't have to be this way, but whatever that other way is, find it. Like whoever that other person is, that other podcast, that other training resource, whatever it is, if that's your vibe, if that's your thing, then find it and get in there, right? Wherever your community is, find it and plug in. But when, that's, you that's, be, when you can be around people that allow you to be your authentic self and not only allow you to be that, but like fuel you in, in diving deeper into that. It's invigorating, it's exciting, and it's addicting. Yeah. This is, it's, it's in its own way, a form of lead generation. Because as much as you want to attract people mm-hmm. by, by being vulnerable and being authentic and communicating your value and your desire to help, you cannot do that safely in, in, a, in a way that doesn't, put you in a position to be rejected. Mm-hmm. So you think about your life and business in terms of, I'm going to be my most authentic self and I'm going to do it with great consistency. I'm going to be confident in it. And in that process, and it's unavoidable, I will one, attract, and then two, the hard part, I will also repel people from me. Mm-hmm. Because the same things that attract people to you will also repel others away from you. And that's another one of my goals is I want to attract. And then the second part is I want to repel people from my community that are not like-minded because again, selfishly, I don't want them disrupting the joy I have for my work and my journey. So it's just like lead generation. I'm going to call or I'm going to go to my open house. Or I'm going to follow up with my database. I'm going to keep following up. I'm going to do all of these things. I'm going to keep being a conduit for information. I'm going to keep educating. I'm going to keep passing along my experience and my skills and my knowledge to my database and every one of my leads. And in that process, I'm going to attract my future clients and I am going to repel my non-future clients. That's all lead generation actually is. And when you see it from that standpoint, when you don't see it as a personal rejection, but a simple repelling of somebody away from me because they weren't a good fit, that's the process. That's the process of building a business, building a life, or creating a tribe or a community or or getting new friends. It's about being your authentic self and getting out there, doing it consistently, and allowing that community to build because they find you and they like what you have to say and they're attracted and simultaneously allowing the other part of that community that doesn't like what you have to say to be repelled and go away. That's the opposite of people pleasing. It is. 
It is. And it's it, like, I really think this is a core thing that if more people embrace this concept, embraced who they are and embrace the idea of what feels right to them, then they can get through all the rejection and the call reluctancy and, and the fear and the people that don't like you or judging you for what you do or what you have to say. It's not them that you will build your business on. Mm -hmm. It's them that'll put you out of business because working with them will be so awful. Yeah. Because you're working with people you shouldn't work with. I want to say this before we wrap this one up. I've dominated this conversation, Kyle. Thank you. That's all right. I mean, we're on the same <laughs> line and I know you're passionate about it. So I'm here to just uh, let yeah. you I just really want to hammer this, this one point home before we wrap this up because it's such a powerful conversation, but I want people to really hear this one more time. Be, part of being authentic and, and building a business and doing, you know, and doing sales in a way that feels right to you is not avoidance of the work, right? Like if communicating or making phone calls or following up with people like that, if that doesn't feel right to you, like, like this industry's like avoiding the actual work is not what we're talking about here. It's again, not about the work that you're doing. It's the part of you that's doing it. And, and, you know, listen, just come from a place of, of, of confidence. There's a, there's a distinction between coming from a place of confidence and coming from a place of fear. Fear shows up a lot of ways, but primarily fear shows up as ego. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be rejected because of my ego. I, you know, what, whatever it is, confidence shows up in a different way. Confidence shows up in this, this place of service It's love and service, mm -hmm. right? I'm, I'm here to be a conduit of information and share my expertise and my skills. And I, and I'd like to offer those expertise and skills to you. Um, and if you want them, that's fantastic. And if you don't, I understand but it's not an indictment of my character if you don't want to work with me. It is not rejection. It's simply repelling. And you cannot attract people without also repelling others. So get out there and be, be your most authentic self. Find you that community that, that you want to plug into that makes you feel empowered to build the skills and learn from your mistakes and do all of those things. Be your most authentic self. Be an authentic agent and watch what happens to your career. Preach. Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head with that one. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Authentic Agent Podcast. If you feel like we're making a positive impact on our industry and you want to help us connect to new listeners and continue our journey, please rate the show and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Share our podcast with anyone you know that is looking for a more authentic way to build their business. Follow us on social media and join our community at the Authentic Agent Series website. Enjoy your journey and remember our businesses grow in direct proportion to how much we grow as people. Until next time, remember to abandon average and commit to growth if you want to obtain excellence. Mm -hmm.